Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Death Takes the Wheel. evening in a richly appointed apartment in the other 60s. A handsome woman of middle age sits on the edge of a chair, staring fixedly at a photograph. Opposite her, a carefully groomed young man sits disinterestedly examining his fingernail. This, this photograph, Gilkey, what kind say that's me? And a very good likeness, I think, Mrs. Cartwright. Oh, dear, I, I should have known better than to get mixed up with a man like you, but I... I was so desperately lonely. Why the excitement, Mrs. Cartwright? There's been no harm done yet. But this picture, it's a fake. You're trying to frame me. This is not me. Do you think your husband would think so, Mrs. Cartwright? Oh, my husband. You you wouldn't show this to him, Duke. You couldn't. He'd divorce me. And we wouldn't want that to happen, would we, Mrs. Cartwright? And it didn't happen. Of course, there would have to be some little consideration. Oh, so that's it. Blackmail? Oh, I might have known. Well, I won't pay it. I won't. Now, let's not get theatrical, Mrs. Cartwright. You've too much at stake, and you know it. Maybe. But but maybe I'm not as weak as you think. What are you going to do, Mrs. Cartwright? Call the police. I wouldn't be too hasty, Mrs. Cartwright, if I were you. Might prove fatal. Oh, put that gun away, you. You wouldn't dare use it. Like all good things, I'm afraid it has to end. Uh, don't say that, darling. I don't think we'd better see each other anymore. Uh-huh, I've been looking for you, Mrs. Barden. The boss asked me to have you step into his office. The boss? Uh, she must mean Nicky Valdez, the man who operates this place. What does he want with me? I've never even heard of him. Maybe we'd better find out, darling. Uh, just follow me, Mrs. Barden. I don't understand this, Sue. Well, we'll soon know. It's me, boss, Lola. I have Mrs. Barton. Come in, come in. 
Ah, Miss Bryce, come in. It's very lovely this evening. I don't think I've had the pleasure, Mr. Just come in, I'd rather know what this is all about. I have some photos I thought you might like to see. Photos of you and the Duke. What? Yeah. Where did you get these pictures? Duke, what do you know about this? Well, they're just pictures, Belle, taken here at the club. So you're in it too, hmm? What kind of a racket do you people think you're going to pull? Now, now let's be calm, Miss Barton. We ain't going to show these to your husband. My husband wouldn't believe you. Of course, if he used to ask around if you'd been seen with Duke. You're wasting your time, Mr. Valdez. I haven't any money. My husband only gives me an allowance, a very small allowance. Well, I bet you we keep just... out of this. Well, Mr. Valdez? You have a new Cadillac convertible, Mrs. Barton. Suppose you were to leave the keys in it tomorrow and it was stolen. You're covered by insurance, no? Go on. That's it. We have a market for such a car. Good market. You lose nothing, your husband doesn't find out. But, what? There's no button, That's the deal. One thing more. You leave the registration in the glove compartment and find the transfer stuff. What? Just precaution, you understand. If you try to cross it, we'd be protected. Not that we don't trust you, of course. I see. The car will be in front of my house tomorrow morning at 10 with the key in it. Now, if you don't mind. May I take you home? What do you think? <laughs> I don't think she likes you, does. No. But I think she likes you, Mickey. I saw the way she looked at you. This is business, Lola. Strictly business. After we get the car and resell it, we can shake Mrs. Barden down for the rest of her life. Papers. I'm sorry, darling. It's an insurance case I promised to investigate. Hmm? What kind of insurance? Stolen cars. Quite an epidemic lately. Insurance people feel it's all part of one operation. How about the police? Well, they've checked all known car thieves and rings. Hardly no luck. Most of the cars were stolen from quite wealthy families. What's that list you're telling? Uh, it's a list of the stolen cars. Most recent one, for instance, is this uh, Cadillac convertible was stolen this morning from the Mrs. Barden. Bell Barden. Well, she's the former Belle Barton, the showgirl. Married Ed Barton about a year ago. Oh, yes, yeah, Are you going to see her, Lamont? Yes, Margot. I think it might be worthwhile having a talk with her. She may be able to give us some kind of a lead. You wanted to see me, Mrs. Barton. Oh, how formal you are. Come on in. Okay. That's a fancy layer. Kind of out of my class. Confidentially, mine too. Don't forget I'm only a couple of years out of a chorus line. You sure didn't do bad. It's not as fancy as it looks. My husband isn't the most generous soul in the world. They're doing all right. Yes, but it's kind of hard waiting 
living on pennies till the big pink comes. You're a pretty regular dame at that, baby. I thought you wanted to see me to beef about your car. No, no, I can get another car. I... Well, to tell you the truth, I just wanted to see you again. Why? I liked your style the other night. You're my kind of a guy. You kidding? Why should a guy like you go for a mug like me when there's a guy like Duke around? Maybe I just like your type. Oh, baby. We could go places together. I could go places with you, Nicky, but the trouble is I like to go first class. Biden ain't going to live forever, is he? That's what I thought when I married him, but it looks like he's going to do it just for spite. That'd be tough. Of course, people do have accidents. able to help you out on that, baby. That's one of the reasons I asked you to drop by here today. Yeah. About the old man, uh, when's the best time to get him? About six o'clock at night. He always walks across the street to the taxi stand. But do you think the risk is... I ain't thinking about any risk, baby. What I'm thinking about is how gorgeous you're gonna look in black. Pardon me, Spencer, Gentile. It's almost six o'clock. Well, we'll have to risk it, Margot. Couldn't get here any earlier. I'm pouring over motor vehicle reports all afternoon. Find anything exciting? I found that the most expensive cars have disappeared from the most unlikely places. Such as? Garages, in front of homes, and parking lots. Almost all from places where the thief must have a key. <laughs> oh, isn't that the Biden house right down the street there with that man coming down the street? Yes. Well, if I'm not mistaken, that's Barton himself. He's rather elderly. Come on, look at that car. Good Lord. Mr. Barton, get back. He's trying to get back to the car. Get back! Come on, Margot. stolen car. What? I got the number, too. You got the number of the car that hit you? What was it? Cadillac convertible, license number T-917. Oh. I'd like to talk to you about it, Mrs. Barton, before I do anything. Oh, not now, not now, Major. Uh, what did you say your name was? Cranston. Lamont Cranston. I'm a private investigator. I'll call you. I'll call you tomorrow, but not now. Let me please. That was cruel, Lamont, bothering about the car now. Perhaps, Margot. You see, the license number of the car that killed her husband is the same as the license number of the car Bell Barden reported stolen almost a week ago. I know, I know. Look, I warn you, Nicky. If you've been seeing that Barden woman, I'll... Carla, tell you with the Barden damn it's business. And it better stay that way. Because if you... 
Let me talk to Nikki. This is Bell Barton. He isn't here. He... Give me that phone. <clears throat> Hello? Nikki, something's gone wrong. Is that Annie? There was a witness, a private detective. He got the license number. Get his name? Yes, Lamont Cranston. He was on his way up to see me about my car, and he saw the whole thing. No one else got the number? I don't think so. Don't worry a pretty little lad about it. I'll take care of Cranston. I'll take good care of him. Dirty double-crossed. You are in love with us. Forget it, Lola. You and me all the way, just like it always was. Right now, there's a guy we got to take care of. A guy named Cranston. What are you going to do, Nicky? Maybe he's going to have an accident. Maybe a car might jump the car. What do you say? Will you do it for me, baby? Why me? Because you're a dame. Everybody knows how women drivers get excited. No. Lola, you do this one thing for me and we'll drop the bottom dame for good. It's just you and me, baby. Promise me? Word of honor, baby. <laughs> Barton knows something about her husband's death. I think it was something more than an accident, Margot. After all, it's a peculiar car thief that first steals a car, then hangs around the house of its previous owner almost a week. Are you sure the number was the same as the stolen car? Positive. How about the police? Didn't they be told? Of course. First, I intend to give Mrs. Barton an opportunity to tell them. That'll be evidence of her good faith. Commissioner Weston won't like it if you hold out on him. He'd like it a lot less if I started him on a false scent. Look at that car, Lamar. Flashing funny. Flashing him to all, Margaret. Looks like it's out of control. It's cutting his way, Lamar. Back, Margaret, back. Get out of the way. Investigating a stolen car ring. They are walking down a deserted street that evening when suddenly a car swerves out, jumps the curb, and tries to pin them against the brick wall. Oh, my God. Oh, Lamont. Lamont, are you all right? It's just a few bruises, I think. Oh. Fender just caught me and threw me as I jumped. Thank heaven, John. If you hadn't pushed me out of the way, I'd have. Throw here, please. Let me throw. Anybody hurt? No, officer, nothing serious. Who's the driver of this car? Well, who's the driver? I guess she got excited and disappeared when the crowd started to form up. She? It was a woman. I didn't get a good look at her, though. Uh-huh. Probably lost control. Well, she'll come forward. Want to press a complaint, mister? No, officer. There's no harm done. I'll just get along home, get some presentable clothes. Okay, suit yourself. All right, here. Let the people... Oh, that was awfully close, Lamont. I think it was a deliberate attempt to kill me. Oh, but who do such a thing? Same people who killed Ed Barton. After all, somebody knows that I got the death car's number. Bell Barton. Right. Now, instead of talking to Lamont Cranston, I think she'd better talk to the shadow. Hello, Lamont. Hello, Margot. 
Where's Nicky? Out front. He'll be right in when he's got his alibi test. What happened? I... I must have Duke. I... I didn't get Cranston. He jumped just as I tried to pin him against the wall. Uh-oh. Nicky isn't going to like that, Lola. Uh, Nicky ain't going to like what, Duke? She uh, didn't get Cranston. What? I did, like you said, Nicky, but... He moved too fast. I see. Well, what do we do now, boss? Lola's got to give us short pump. Tell the cops you got scared when you thought you hit the guy and you ran. Tell him anything. I can't, Nicky. Don't make me. I can't. No? I think you ought to go away, Lola. For your health. Oh, boss. Now, wait a second. You wouldn't. You wouldn't kill me. Then you're going to kill yourself, Lola. Maybe when the cops look up the registration in that car and come here looking for you, they'll find you couldn't face the music. You'd like that, wouldn't you? You'd like me to commit suicide? Well, think again, wise guy. When the cops come for me... They'll find you a suicide. Just like I said. Someone who said that? I am the shadow. <laughs> the shadow? I I thought you were just a legend. A legend to the innocent. A nightmare to the guilty, Mrs. Barton. Well, why do you come to me? I haven't done anything. Perhaps you can tell me how it happens that your car was used in the accident that killed your husband? I don't know. That car was stolen over a week ago. Stolen? Yes, I, I left it out front overnight, and the next morning it was gone. I notified the police. Very clever, Mrs. Barton. That's not the whole truth. I don't know what you mean. You arranged for your car to be stolen, didn't you, Mrs. Barton? I... I couldn't help it. It, it was blackmail. They made me turn the car over to them. Who made you turn it over, Mrs. Barton? It's a gang headed by Nicky Valdez. It was Nicky Valdez who killed your husband? I don't know. I haven't seen the car since I left it out front that night. If you've told the whole truth, I'll help you, Mrs. Barton. But if you've lied, I'll return and you'll answer to the shadow. I haven't lied, Shadow. I... Shadow. Gone. I'd better warn him right away. Hello. This is Bill. Don't talk. Just listen. Something's happened. We've got to get rid of the other two. What? Lola did. I see. Well, that simplifies everything. That leaves just one for us to take care of. Tonight, Lamont's place is closed. There's not even a light here in the back. Good. I want to get a look at his record. I'm right, he's the head of a large-scale blackmail ring. But that's breaking in, and Commissioner Weston wouldn't like that. Maybe not, Margo, but he likes blackmailers a lot less. Come on up these steps. I think this is the back entrance to the office. 
Careful, Lamont. Should be a light switch here somewhere. Lamont, look. She's dead, Lamont. Very dead, Marlo. Look, here's a note. Let me see it. I can't face it. Tonight I ran down a man with my car. You tried to make me go to the police and tell them what happened. I killed him. I guess there's no other way out for me now. Lola Martinez. Oh, Lamont, how awful. She thought she killed you. What are you looking for? Note says she killed you. Who is you? Did you hear that? Uh, behind the desk. Man. Been shot. Let me take a look at him. Just a shoulder wound, but he's lost a lot of blood. Must be Duke. Duke! Can you hear me? Uh, who are you? My name is Cranston. I just found Lola's body in a suicide note. Did she shoot you? No. It was Nicky. He faked the suicide note. Killed her and thought he'd killed me. He's gone crazy. Trying to get rid of anyone who can testify against him. Nicky Valdez, eh? Where is he now? I think he's headed for the Barton place. Mrs. Barton. Will you be all right, Duke? We still have time to get to the Barton apartment. I, I'm all right. Go ahead. Get Commissioner Weston on the phone, Margo. This time, I think I'll get the whole story. I said it was your death warrant. What is it? This, my dear Mickey, is what is commonly known as the kiss-off. That call was from Duke. Duke? Yes. <laughs> you can speak at eight. Did you really think I could go for you? Didn't you know that Duke and I have been laughing at you? Duke and you. That was a cross, eh? A beautiful cross, Mickey. You see, everything leads back to you. You had my car. My car was used to kill my husband. Very pretty picture with a frame to match, eh? That's right. Cranston just left your place, Mickey. When he walks in with the cops, I'm going to shoot you. And they'll come just in time to see that it was self-defense. Now, you played me for a sucker. Don't try anything, Mickey. You think I'll get away with this? You've gotten rid of my husband for me. Lola's out of the way. I'll get rid of you, and that leaves uh, you and me, and my husband's money, of course. Why, you double-crossed This is it, Nicky. 
What are you doing? We've got to make it look as though we've had a struggle, haven't we? Nice show you're putting on, Mrs. Martin. Shadow. I said I'd be back. He, he tried to kill me, Shadow. He, he killed my husband and he wanted to force me to marry him. I just got the gun away this from him. This sure I'd kill her husband. But it was her, I say. She was going to knock me off. Quiet. Now drop that gun, Mrs. Martin. Drop it. Okay. But you'll never get me. No, you don't, Mrs. Martin. Let's go of me. Oh, no. We need you to testify against Duke and Nicky, just as we'll need them to testify against you. You got Duke? The police already have him. They're on their way here to pick you two up right now. Nice paper. Duke and Nicky are trying to outdo each other in telling everything, Lamont. Yeah, it was quite a setup. Apparently, Duke was the lure for lonesome ladies. He'd wind them and dine them in their husband's absence. Then one day, they'd spring a photo of the two of them taken at Nicky's nightclub. Then they'd blackmail her, of course. Exactly. She didn't have the cash, they'd take her car, have her leave the keys in it, park it in an available place. She'd sign the transfer certificate so they'd have an additional hold on her. How about Belle? She wasn't part of the gang, Margot, but she was as vicious as any of them. She saw a chance to have Nikki get rid of her husband for her, so she played up to him. She's really in love with Duke. What made you suspicious of the setup, Lamont? Well, I guess the truth when I saw Duke's wound. The angle was upward, indicating it was self-inflicted. If Nikki had shot him, Nikki would have had to shoot from the floor. Besides, Nikki would never have left him there alive. A man like Valdez would have been sure he was dead. Well, I hope the whole gang gets what's coming to them. They will, Margot. Death houses all over the country are filled with people who were sure they knew how to commit a perfect crime. (laughs) 